BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. you got to be kidding me. The Vegas Golden Knights pound the Edmonton Oilers at the Rogers Center in Pharrell, Alberta, into submission, 5-1, to one, to take a 2-1 series lead over the Oilers. Who saw that coming? I got burned on that game. I laid a goal and a half. I thought there's no stopping the Edmonton Oilers with their goal scoring, their prowess, with McJesus, with Dreisaitl. I mean, it goes on and on. They just can't be stopped. And then they get shut down like nobody's business by Vegas. I was floored. Jonathan Marcheseau scored his first two goals of the entire playoffs. Jack Eichel had a goal and a helper. And the Knights roll by four goals to take command of the series. You win on the road. Just like Edmonton did. Edmonton had home ice then. Well, they just stole it back to Vegas. Zach Whitecloud and Chandler Stevenson also had goals for the Knights. Brossois was injured. His leg popped. You saw him in agony at 11.44 of the first period. He left the ice, went straight to the room. He couldn't even walk. He's done. That looks like a groin at the very least, or a hammy tear, something bad, but he's finished. You won't see him again. Now they're going to go with the backup, Hill. He stopped all 25 shots that he saw coming in for Broussois. The Knights started five different goalies in the regular season because of injuries. Then they settled on Broussois as their playoff starter. Bruce Cassidy, the coach, said, we've used a lot of guys. They've all played well. That's the good part for us. We know the guy going in there is going to make some timely saves. We don't rely on him to win games for us. It might have to happen here or there. But in general, we have just tried to play well in front of our goalie no matter who's in there. How about Edmonton? They scored first some no-name. And then the Knights had five straight goals. Stuart Skinner was yanked in the second period after giving up four goals on 23 shots. Jack Campbell came in for him. He made nine saves. Vegas took the opener 6-4. Then they lost 5-1 Saturday night at the T-Mobile in Sin City. I'm not a hub. Beautiful down, down, Las Vegas, baby. McJesus said 48 hours ago we played uh, a game that we really liked. 48 hours later... 
We're here talking about not a very good one. So our game is not gone. It's not far. We need to bring our best for game four. Game four will be at Rogers in Ferrell, Alberta, Wednesday night, followed by game five on Friday night in Sin City. If you remember, Skinner was yanked from game four of Edmonton's first round series against the Kings and the Oilers came back from a three-goal deficit to win an overtime with Campbell in there in goal, but it didn't work this time. Vegas controlled the puck in game three the entire night. They scored most of their goals getting inside the Edmonton D and scoring right around the doorstep in the crease. Jay Woodcroft, the Edmonton coach, said, I just didn't think we were sharp. I don't think we skated well. I don't think our battle level was where it needed to be. Our team wasn't good in any area tonight. Honestly, how do you like not show up for a playoff game in your building in the Western Conference semis? How is that effing possible that you don't show up to play? You take the night off in the playoffs? Does that make any sense to anybody? So Vegas, uh, they were incredible in even strength. And they didn't give Edmonton's power play anything. The Oilers were over 2 on the power play. Vegas was 0 for 4, so none of that mattered. Eichel said, everyone knows how great their power play is. And it's important to play as much 5-on-5 as we can. In other words, don't commit penalties. Dreisaitl, who has 13 goals and four helpers in eight playoff games, was held scoreless. No points. That's the first time that's happened. And Connor McDavid also didn't get a point for the first time since the series opener against the L.A. Kings. So they led Vegas 3-1 at 7.25 when White Cloud skated off the faceoff circle to Skinner's left and nailed a shot over the Oilers goalie's glove. So they were up 2-1, outshot the Oilers 15-7 after 20 minutes, then scored three more in the second period. Uh, That was the first one at 7-25. Eichel beat Skinner on the far side with a wrister at 12-03, and Bouchard had fell down in the neutral zone. Eichel got space. And then the Knights had a three-goal lead, and that was it for Skinner. They yanked him. The Oilers got a goal overturned for goalie interference, and then Vegas struck again with 20 seconds of that challenge, like right after it, when uh, Nick Roy charged in from the wing, and Stevenson banged it in at 17-13. So it looks like Hill will be the starter now for Vegas, and they have 37-year-old Jonathan Quick, who they got from L.A. at the trade deadline. He'd be the backup. And the bottom line is the Knights had one of the best road records in the NHL. They were 26-7-8. Now they're 3-0 in the postseason away from home. That's really incredible. Cassidy said, we might play better on the road. First of all, we're a veteran group. No noise is going to bother us. Hostile crowd, none of that. I think you know we're a four-line team. And on the road, you don't have the last change as a coach. You have to trust whoever is going on the ice. The three stars of the game were Eichel, who had a goal and two helpers. 
Marcheseau was the second star with two goals. And then the goalie, Aiden Hill, 24 saves, 1,000%. He got the third star. I'll give Edmonton this. They out-hit Vegas 50-25. to 25. Uh, They out-drew them in terms of face-offs 32-30. But Edmonton had 10 penalty minutes, and Vegas outshot them 33-28. So in order, it was Edmonton up one zip. Then Marcia So at 444 made it 1-1. Then he scored again at 1909 at the end of the first period, 2-1. Vegas, second period, White Cloud made it 3-1. Eichel made it 4-1. Stevenson made it 5-1. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. The fat lady was singing in Edmonton. So tonight you got two really good ones, the Canes and Devils at the Rock in Newark. And the Devils are heavy favorites, minus a buck fifty-five, and the total was at five and a half this morning. And then the late game is the Stars and Kraken in Seattle at the Climate Pledge Arena. Dallas favored on the streets on the road, minus a buck thirty-five, five and a half here as well. We all know what happened Monday night. The Chicago Blackhawks won the NHL draft lottery. Now they have the right to select the game changer, the generational talent, the phenom, Connor Bedard from Vancouver. This kid is an absolute rock star, like McDavid, like Lemieux, like Gretzky. That's who they're comparing him to, Sid Crosby as well. The Blackhawks last got the first pick in 07 when they took Patrick Kane. Chicago had the third best odds to win the first pick at 11.5%, and they got lucky. And it makes a lot of people angry because of the sexual abuse scandal that took place in the organization with players getting sexually abused left and right, and the entire organization colluded to cover it up. Cost Quenville his career. Tons of players uh, were raped and abused. And it was a massive scandal in the NHL. And go figure, they get the number one pick as a reward for their dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Yeah, no one wants to talk about it. We talked about it yesterday. Carver High said it'd be the worst thing in the world if the Blackhawks got it, and the league won't let that happen, but it did happen. The Ducks had the best chance at 18.5%. Some people were saying it was 25, but it wasn't. The Blue Jackets were next at 13.5. Blackhawks at 11.5. San Jose, 9.5. Montreal, 8.5. And so on and so on and so forth. Bedard was the first WHL player granted an exemption to play in the, you know, league by Hockey Canada, allowing a 15-year-old to play full-time in the junior league. The Vancouver native had 271 points in 134 games with the WHL Regina Pats, including 134 goals this season. He had 143 points with 71 goals for the Pats. His legend has grown. At the 23 World Junior Hockey Championships, he broke records for career goals, 17 points, 
36, all by a Canadian player. He also set records for points by a player under 19 years old, topping Yager's records. Yeah, Yaramir Yagerschlager, the former Penguin legend. Basically, the number two would be Adam Fantilli at the University of Michigan, the second best player in the draft. He's 18. He's from Toronto, and he'll be the number two. He's a 6'2 center, won the 23 Hobie Baker Award as the top player in college hockey. Had 65 points in 36 games for the Wolverines. The other top players that you're going to hear about are Will Smith, and he's committed to BC, and a Swedish player, Leo Carlson. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.